Tryna cop a whip and peel off Stack my chips into them Benji's real long Anytime you see me know it's trouble now Okay, we're back We had to bring in one of our audience members And when I say one of our audience members, I mean our only audience member Hi guys Recurring guest What's up, Casey? Am I really a recurring guest? I mean, uh, I guess this yeah, is my second time. You recurred on this. A reoccurring guest. Reoccurring. Yeah. I guess it's not recurring. It's a reoccurring. It's reoccurring. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not recurring week to week. Right. When Allie and I come back to talk about the Bachelor, then I by then I think I'll be at recurring status. But we're back. We're and what back. are we going to talk about? Life. Well, the I game. Know. I thought we'd bring Casey in to add some much-needed flavor, and we could just talk about the overall 2016 in review. What a year! What a time to be alive! What a time! Look at this cat, man. He's going crazy over there. Dude, what a time! What a time to be alive, Savage. Harry. What are you playing with? Anyway. Son's playing with a blueberry and pushing it across. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. The the floor of cat the hockey. Cat hockey. Location. Perfect, Harry. Way to way to get after it, um, Casey. Hmm. When you look back on 2016, from like movies, music, TV, what are, what are some of your your highlights that stand out to you? Uh, jeez, I don't know, man. I wasn't ready for this. I th- I was ready for the next segment. Like I had done. A oh movie. yeah, we have a good segment I, coming up. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of looking at stuff while you guys were talking about sports, <laughs> and and I was like, okay, so I can be nice and ready, but like. No, man, you're not prepped for this. Now now I have to. Now I have to think back on this, you know, dumpster fire of a year and pick out my favorite parts. I just, I wasn't really ready. The best in sport. Okay, so I have a a question. So everyone calls us like, oh man, this year, 2016, what a shitty year. Like, if you look back on other years and all the shitty stuff that happened in other years, would you just be, would you feel the same way about 2016 or would you just be like, you know what, this is kind of, kind of standard year. Every year is kind of shit. Well, I mean, that depends on what year you compare it to. I mean, like, are we comparing it to... Is there a, like, only because the there are... Like, of the 1930s? No, all, all I'm saying is, like, is it is it solely because of the election that it's a dumpster fire year? No, I think people were saying that even before this. I think I mean, people like to focus on, like, the shitty things in any year. That's what I'm saying. They don't so balance if we, it if, like we if we move back to the past couple years... Was it actually shittier than the years prior? Like 2015, 2014? I think that that the reason that people found this to be a bad year, besides the fact that we did lose a lot of icons in the pop culture era, you know, we lost Prince, we lost David Bowie, we lost, I'm sure you guys can name a few others, we just lost... No, those are only two. Craig, Craig, what's his face? Sager. That's the one. (laughs) R.I.P. Sorry, I don't know sports. But anyway, um, so, I mean, besides the fact that we lost all those people and, um, you know, some political stuff happened, I think that part of the dark some side Some political of, stuff <laughs> happened. I'm trying to say That is, here. that is. This is very neutral. <laughs> I will, so, okay, here's the thing. Regardless of, of, like, anyone's political leanings, I think we can agree that this was an especially nasty election. Hey, so like, we live in San Francisco and half our audience is from San Francisco. This isn't... 
We don't have to be super neutral. You can just say what you think. Yeah, but yeah. What, what if my grandma is listening? Shout, shout out, Casey's grandma. Shout out, grandma. Happy birthday, grandma. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy 94, man. Woo! 94! <laughs> yeah, we're going to brunch tomorrow for my grandma's We got to have her listen to this so she can hear us and shout her out. Exactly. Well, anyway, as I was saying, was I mean, it's uh, even regardless of your leanings, I mean, I think we can all agree that it was especially ugly, and it looks like it's getting even uglier with all this Russian stuff yeah you know hitting and so even if you're a trump supporter it can look sort of you know like the system is failing you or in order to have the system win for you you have to kind of like this has to happen so i'm just saying that it's been a year where people's kind of bad natures came out i think that was the overall theme of the year and that's why it ended up being kind of bad i would agree with that well that's good Thanks, Corey. You're welcome. <laughs> so you know uh, Rember Brown used to work for Grantland. Yeah. So yeah. he always does this. He always does this like year-end bracket where it's it's called like who won the 2014, year, yeah. who won 2015. So he had an Instagram post recently, and it show it was like showing him. It was like a, a marker board, and it was just in, it was just entitled "Who Didn't Lose 2016." <laughs> Wait, who does he work for now? Uh, he works for New York Magazine. Okay. Yeah. So who did he have not? Well, losing? he didn't tell it. It was just like the the uh, the. Oh, well, he hasn't done it yet. But it, I think the whole point was that it was like what everyone. Yeah, no one has won. It wasn't like oh, <laughs> yeah. it's not who won. It's just who didn't. Lose. Who did lose? Who, yeah. Who's making it out of this thing live? Yeah. So, um, anyways, does Z- anything stick out to you? Um, there's been a decent amount of music that's been pretty yeah, freaking you know, quality. We we're talking earlier. Um, Offline and I, offline. Well, before we start, here. before we start recording, this is I, live. Kevin Harper's mind. This is this is definitely this is definitely a year for music where I feel like I've definitely I mean, I've always liked hip hop. I just I feel like this year there's been just a lot more albums that I've really gotten into that are hip hop albums versus other years. You know, like I was showing you on on like the Spotify like what music you listen to this year, and I think the first ten songs are all hip hop songs and. I don't know. I listen to a lot of different types of music. I just feel like this year there was just a lot of album, hip hop albums that I was just really like drawn to, and just like ones that I couldn't put down. You know, I mean, we talked obviously talked about the Kanye one in our first podcast, but Chance the Rapper, Chance the and Chance the Rapper. Like, there's just a lot of good albums. Um, I felt, you know, I, I Kendrick. I, I discovered my, uh, a love for for Future this year, and or as as. Sometime listener of the pod, Doug Hart, would say that fucking codeine druggy rap. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Doug, if you listen to this. <laughs> Shout yeah. out, Future. Shout out, 21 Savage. Oh, man, 21 Savage. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... I don't know. So, I think, yeah, I mean, I think from a musical standpoint, there's been a lot of good albums, a lot of things that, you know, I mean, I think naturally, if, if things are, aren't going well in certain parts of the country... Or, you know, certain parts of the year, like, for example, like politics, you know, you turn to other things. You turn to music, you turn to TV, you turn to yeah. things to, like, make you feel better. So maybe that's part of it, too. But uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think one of the bright spots in the past couple of days that we were talking about earlier was if you, uh, if you, <laughs> obviously, if you listen to music on iTunes in the past, like, as a teenager, it kind of tracks your, your, the songs that you listen to the most. So you can always keep up to date. 
but I haven't listened to that like oh, on yeah. iTunes in a while. I, I remember that. You yeah. Said that. Yeah. And Spotify. You have the count. Yeah, yeah it had yeah. the count on how many times you listen to a certain song. Yeah. And Spotify just like sent a playlist of the songs that you listen to for obviously the most, or I don't know how they did it, but yeah. um, they sent you like your year in 2016. It was kind of cool to go back and look at the songs that you listened to the most. I definitely jammed out to it. Uh, at the gym like two days ago so uh, that was that was a highlight in the past like two days for 2016 but um, but yeah I mean I felt I found my love for uh, Anthony Bourdain and uh, Parts Unknown during 2016 so that was good what was the best episode? Korea yeah no doubt in my mind did it make you want to travel there yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. yeah what was your favorite part about the episode did it, did it look like it was the food or just the it place? was the food the atmosphere the family aspect where the koreans are really family oriented and they will only drink with other people and they go out all the time and they it, it's just more of like a family and friends atmosphere where Everyone's, you know, enjoying each other's company, drinking with each other, eating with each other, and it's just like a very free atmosphere. And I think I just like enjoyed that the most. Man, when are we going? For real. After we go to Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the next trip. Korea. Um what about like any like TV shows that you guys watched this year that I just told you the one I, I oh, watched. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about you case? I think this was a really good year in TV. I think Game of Thrones had a really strong year. Like, season six was a comeback. I, I think everyone kind of thought that season five was, like, fine. And then season six was really good. Probably just because you start to see these storylines coming together, and it finally started to give you that satisfaction. But, I mean, I know I enjoyed it. And then, um, I'm not, like, a... I, I swear I don't work for HBO, everybody. I'm just saying. Like, obviously, she Westworld does. was like... She does. <laughs> yeah, I worked at HBO. Uh, I thought Westworld was pretty good. Um, definitely had its flaws, which I feel like Seth can speak too much more than me because he really felt... <laughs> felt the oh, you, like, you <laughs> you have some hot takes on Westworld? They're not, not hot takes. They're not hot takes. I, I feel like some of the stuff that he's frustrated with, I've seen... It's, it's, it's actual frustrations. It's not like... It's not like me like trying to poke holes in it otherwise. Like I'm not like a I'm not naturally like a contrarian or anything where I just try to poke holes and shit, but it's like I was watching Westworld and I was so jacked from seeing the first trailer and I was like all in from the first trailer. I'm like, let's go. And it was like every episode I watched, I just wanted to keep being like more and more into it and keep getting like wowed kind of. And I just found that there were some storylines that I knew, like I, you can tell there's like a twist coming, there's something coming. But all I kept thinking about is, like, why do I still care about these characters? Like, why have I seen these characters for six episodes in a row now? And all I know about them is that, like, it's, like, nothing. Like, all I know about them is just, like, this very superficial level of of knowing. But then there's also, like, I can tell that the show's trying to tell me that I'm supposed to care about them. And I just felt frustrated and, like, why do I still care about these people? And then there is, like, a twist or whatever. And it's like, oh, well okay yeah but I kind of stopped caring about this person like four episodes ago you know but but because it kept being shown I knew that they were an important part of the of the show mm. so it was just kind of like frustrating from that standpoint it was really good it was just I don't know I like being like Game of Thrones does a really good job of making you care about characters and making you hate characters 
and like playing with your emotions so that when things happen it's like when there are big twists or there are big things that happen in the show it's emotional one way or the other yeah and I feel like Westworld they it did that like as a story as like everything it was, it was really good but sometimes I just like eh, I don't care about this person but. Yeah. Well, it didn't really help that while we were watching that show, we were catching up on this other small show. It's like a British show. Um, shout out to the person who turned us on to this one. On shout Netflix. out. It was called, it's called The Detectorists. And it's funny because so like we would watch Westworld and then we'd like watch a couple episodes of like this, you know, little rinky dink show out of England. And the funny thing is that they're like, they... They're all about, you know, humans, or except for, you know, Westworld, which is about robots. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're, like, polar opposites, because one show is, like, it doesn't have a lot of character development, and the story is so big and massive, and you can't wait to see next week, because it's like, who knows what this robot's gonna do now that, you know, now that they've already done this, and, and all that, and the stakes are so high but they feel low because you're not super connected to the characters. Yeah. Whereas this other little show, it's just about two dudes using metal detectors in a field. Like that's the show. It's just- the Like those dudes on the beach that yeah. always just like- <laughs> Yeah, it's just that the character development is so good that the stakes are low, but they feel really high. Yeah. And so, you know, you How did Westworld. you find that show? Uh, it was turned on to me by uh, friend Dan of the Harris. Po- friend of the pod, shout out, <laughs> shout out Dan Harris. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And so... Uh, Is it a BBC show? I actually don't know. Where, but it's on Netflix now, so I don't know where it started over on the other side of the pond. But um, I would say that's racist, but I guess it's not. I know. But I, I know. know you're gonna you know. Oh, it's both British and BBC. <laughs> Well, it's either going to be BBC One through Four or ITV or Sky. That's is that all they have? Shout out Sky Sports. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Shout out uh, BT Sport One. There, you want to sponsor us? <laughs> I'm just shouting out British sports yeah. channel. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, I I completely agree. I, I think I think there's something to be said for that though, because like on the one hand, like HBO, like don't get me wrong, HBO has great television, like. I would rather rather watch most HBO shows than most other cha- like network shows, um, but I think with that comes lofty expectations, and I think Game of Thrones finds a way to to meet those expectations, and I think Westworld, I think Westworld did or will, or I think Westworld's really good. So um, are you out or are you in? No, I'm in. I'm in. It's just it, it's. Are you out or in? No, I'm definitely in, and I'm into what's going on. It's just I understand. The frustration. Well, and it's well, and I feel like I feel like what and it, well, not. I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, like, don't spoil it, dude. You know, like what, like I haven't th- seen. There were certain. There were certain plots. I've been through half of the first. There episode. were certain <laughs> happenings in the show that I think anybody watching the show kind of saw coming or kind of knew were going to come. Yeah. And as the as the viewer, you they kind of they kind of dragged it out, and mm-hmm. it was like, well, why do why is this important? Why and like. Oh, okay, uh, oh, I'll see that it's important, but it just, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as, like... So I saw the first trailer, and like you, I was like, all right, I'm in on this. So I turned it up on my phone when I was at the gym, and, like, I was watching it uh, while I was, like, working out, and then naked people came on, 
And I'm like, this probably isn't appropriate for the gym. So I turned it off. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody next to me is going to get upset that I'm watching this. So I kind of turned it off and, you know. You're like pumping and like grunting. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wasn't lifting. It was cardio. But I was like, (laughs) I'm like, this probably isn't appropriate. Breathing really heavy. Yeah, yeah. So that. Uh, I I wasn't watching naked people TV. I was watching like I was watching Rick and Morty at the gym. And if you're just kind of glancing over at that show, like having known nothing about it, like it's a pretty gruesome show. Like lots of people die, and there's lots of blood and stuff. And Spoiler so, alert. So uh, yeah, sorry everyone. And so I could just and then like you'd see that, and then you see me laughing because it's usually so well timed when they do it. I could just see someone being like, what is this girl thinking? She's watching this gruesome stuff. She's just laughing on the elliptical machine. Yep, it's amazing. (laughs) Watching certain shows at the gym is easily the best. Because you're like, you kind of get self-conscious looking around. But at some point you degaff. But I got to the point where like, Dude, there's nudity in here, and some people might, like, take offense to this shit. But you can only watch while you're doing, like, cardio. You can't watch while you're, like, pumping, right? No, I turn on music when I'm lifting. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. Well, that's, like, some people who watch movies with, like, a lot of nudity on the the plane. I I always wondered, like, come on, guys. Like, cover. there's kids here, (laughs) and you're sitting in an aisle seat. So the ones on, like, American, though, are, like, tinted. So if you're, like, looking at it from an angle... Like, if you're looking at it right to the back of your seat, it's just kind of like, it's bright, but it's like tinted. So if you look at it from an angle, you can't see it. Are you talking about like the movies that are like the the, on the plane? On the plane. See, so they're saying if they have nudity in them, I have no shame because it's like, I didn't I didn't like download some fucking porno (laughs) to like play on the plane. Like this is on the plane. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just clicking what the movie that's available. Yeah, that's fair. Because I watched that Blake Lively movie, The Shallows. The shark one? Yeah, it was dope. Was she naked? <laughs> no. On she the was, plane? She was I feel like there's movies on the that I've seen on planes that I know somebody gets naked in, and it, it gets cut out on the plane. For, like, maybe this reason. Probably this reason. Well, that's, I mean, that's fair. That's a fair reason. That is fair. Yeah. Anyway, that, that got into an interesting... interesting so that movie, The Shallows, though... I looked it up because I'm like, this probably got this movie probably got a shitty freaking rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And it was like No, it was pretty It was like seventy percent. Interesting. And I was like, wow. Alright. I think a lot of critics were sort of um were just sort of excited about the fact that they could watch they could go to the movies and watch something entertaining and it was not part of some kind of franchise. Like they knew mm. that this this movie yeah. has a beginning okay. and a middle and an end and this <laughs> This movie is what the title describes. This yeah, the plot was hella basic, like hella basic. <laughs> but at least it's fun and it's easy and it ends. Yeah. You know, I will say, like, I've kind of felt this way. This isn't just like a 2016 thing, but I've kind of felt this way with movies for a long time. And I, you know, I've, I've been trying to think of, like, what movies have I seen this year that I really, really, really liked. And there's definitely a couple that I, that I enjoyed, but... Um, I think one thing I'm really sick of, and I'm looking for this to stop. And I know we we're sorry, we we're talking about Star Wars, Star Wars Rogue One earlier. I'm kind of just sick of all these movies where it's like 
let's remake the same movie seven different ways. Like, like all the Marvel movies. Like, the like whole, Spider-Man? No, like the whole ba- yeah, Batman and Spider-Man. Like the whole Batman thing where there was like Batman, but now there's like Batman Begins and the Dark Knight and all that stuff. And then there's, it's just like, you know what, guys? Like, or, or a lot of like the... I feel like, like best, Batman was like X-Men, the best like result of that. Like a lot of the X-Men movies... Where it's just like, let's just make an X-Men movie. If you fuck with X-Men, you're fucking with me. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's uh, like, at some point, it's like, tell the story, and then let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need to see... No, I hear you. I, I don't need you. to see the same story spliced seven different ways. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care, like, what this one character's brother was like in a previous life. Like, I just don't care. So you're no. you're not interested in the new Spider-Man coming out in uh, July 2017? No, so no, no I don't think like, no. It's a cash grab, man. And that's like that's why I don't know, movies get, movies like that get stale cuz it's just a cash grab and it could be, you know. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I mean, I, I get why they exist. I understand why they exist because that's how like these studios make a fuckload of money, but it's yeah, not people love for, that shit, for man. me as somebody that wants to go see a movie. That's not going to get me to a movie. I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out on, on yeah, Netflix yeah. or Same on here. Demand or whatever. Same here. Yeah. Were there, what were the movies this year that you really liked? Um, so I enjoyed The Lobster. So I watched yeah. it on a plane. That's hard. That's That was hard. And I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like intrigued by it, but I, I, I was like iffy by the end. I just enjoyed it because... I don't know. It's just a different movie. Like people don't make those types of movies. I mean, people do, but it's just that's just that was just a really different movie. So you that, liked it because it was unique. I liked it because it was unique and it, it was like thought provoking. Like it really made me kind of think about it. I, I enjoyed Hail Caesar. Oh, I like that one too. That was a good one too. Oh, I watched that on a plane, plane also. Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, what are the, what are the movies? That we, I mean, we don't see a lot of movies because, like, again, like I don't, I don't know. I'm just not into seeing like a ton of. I mean, I watch movies on planes, but that's where I get my like Jurassic World fix. Yeah, you know that's. Where I, I watch. Get... I watch the Lobster and Hail Caesar on planes. Okay, so you get so like you go see the movies. I would see the movie theaters on planes. Yes, and I yes, see like yes, yes. mainstream movies on planes. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll watch like San Andreas on a plane. I'll watch. But thing is, you got to see those movies in theaters because it's just like there's so many special effects. See, oh, see, so yeah, for me, it's like if I'm gonna see, for me, seeing a movie in a theater is like I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it then because I can't wait to see it another time, not because I have to see the effects. Like I'll appreciate the effects. Like okay, cool, like explosion, boom. Like saw the Revenant in theaters, and it was. I still haven't seen that. And it was like crazy effects, but I was like, uh. If I would have seen that at home, I would have thought it sucked. Interesting, okay. You know? Because I thought the only good thing about that were was basically the shots that the director had. And part of Leo's acting after he got mauled by that fucking bear. Got it. Oh, another... So, sorry, I just remembered this. Another movie I didn't mind that we saw this year was The Big Short. I mm. liked that movie. That was good. Mm-hmm. Was that this year? I think well, it, so. It if that was more than a year ago, holy shit, this life is flying by. Well, no, it was in last year's Oscars, so that means it probably oh, would have come shit, out in 2015. I think it's but 2015. You, know what? you watched it in 2016, and I've already referenced a couple TV shows that came out before this yeah, year. Yeah, it's 2015, Seth. What, what are the big movies of this year? But it's like seven days before 2016. Did I, oh, okay. did I even <laughs> see any of them? What are all the big movies of this year? I don't even know, because I don't see that many movies. All right, I'll look it up. 
What are you saying, Case? We did we did see The Force Awakens at some point. But that oh, was, yeah. that, that I was saw it before. It was last year. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. Because Wait, that was in 15? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw it I saw it before New Year's, yeah. Yeah, because they because Disney said that they were gonna release a new one every year and this year's Jeez. one just came out today. Christ, you guys. I don't I honestly like I'm sorry. I'm not even. Oh, Ghostbusters was this year. We did see Ghostbusters. Was it good? This year. I I thought it was really funny. I thought all the backlash about it was unwarranted. I, really? Yeah. I thought Kate McKinnon was the best part, and I think that she's the best part. I think Kate McKinnon is a star. I think she's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like she's a breath of fresh air, and she's very like just naturally funny. Okay, so I have a question about that. Did you guys like like? Kristen Wiig in like her SNL prime. You know what's weird? So I uh, I respected her a lot because I knew that she was sort of like this professional and that she could do anything and not really break character. But then I also found that a lot of her characters were very similar. Yes. There was this sort of like awkward being yes, in the middle 100%. of a room full of normal yes, people yes. reacting to her. And sometimes it would play off really well. Like, I love the skit when she was, like, uh, when it was kind of one of those, like, 1940s or 50s parties, and she's in, like, a fancy dress, and she's having a And she's, party. like, and insane. She's like, Don't yeah. make me sing. Yeah. I won't sing. And then she starts singing. <laughs> yeah. But then the other one, like, the target lady, and then, like, another old lady. It's all the same, right? Yeah. It, it ends up being, like, even Tilly or Gilly. Or Gilly. I, I thought yeah. it was, like, maybe funny the first time, and then it's sort of like, uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I did like her in the Californians, which I do realize is a skit that only people from California actually enjoy watching. I don't even actually, you know, no, you know who I think enjoys watching it is people who are from California that now live in California. I enjoy watching it. You never saw that? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh my god! It's basically oh my god! It's like the whole thing is like they're all like they all they all they all talk like this. Like oh, where's Trey? There's a guy named Trey. He's like where Trey? Trey. <laughs> And then it's like, what, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, I took the 405 to the 501 to the blah, blah. Like, it's such like... How did you talk like that? No, but it's such... You take the 2H to the 101? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's like, how, that's, that, the that's best. how they would explain their, uh, like, the drama going on. Like, oh, he would say, I came right over here to confront you. He would oh say, God, two the the so backed up this morning. To confront you. <laughs> yeah. Because I guess that's how people in SoCal talk. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I would just say. Down there. I don't know. I'll show you some clips after this. All right. But you'll appreciate it. Let's get into our uh, our last segment. Oh, I was just going to say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Because I sort of saw this. No, good. One movie that we did see this year that was actually really good it was Zootopia. Oh, I did like that. So movie. I've heard that amazing was so things. Good. I've it's heard rated of... as the best movie of the year yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Ali told me it was like. Amazing. It's it's really cute. I, I liked it a lot. It's really 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 good. God, I gotta watch that. I really okay. enjoyed it. Maybe I'll rent that tonight. Yeah, it was just really you know, good-hearted and very creative, and because it's hard to make movie. I you know, it's not like BoJack Horseman where you know everyone's an animal, but they're all about the same yeah, height. They're yeah. all like people height. This is like all the animals are you know sentient like humans but they're all the regular animal size so it's like what would that world look like and just kind of the stuff that they do to kind of work around that just always looks really creative mm-hmm. what did you think of bojack horseman i love that show yeah yeah i i think it's um i think it's really good 
there's like a couple episodes where you know they're really funny but then you kind of get like sort of misty-eyed or you're just your mind is kind of blown by what they did with it and then yeah i like that show a lot did you watch it a couple episodes oh, okay i'm like iffy on it you just gotta keep watching it yeah i haven't decided you should just keep watching it yeah okay one last thing before we get into our, our last segment um i was going through these top 100 movies of 2016 at rotten tomatoes um so the one that they rated number 90 which had a 90 percent overall Barbershop, the next cut. I knew it. I'm just fucking crushing it. <laughs> wow. Dude, is, that ice, is Ice Cube in that? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too when I watch it. All right. I just thought that was interesting. I mean, if I, I actually what, need a hair, I, I'm actually going for a haircut tomorrow. Oh, okay, good. So I might watch it before. Was not expecting to see that on the best of ninety percent. Shout out my boy Matt McCarthy who saw that opening day. Are you serious? That's real. Barbershop, the next cut. Yeah, that's real. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Shout out. Shout out. That's amazing. Um, okay. What's the last segment, Corey? Um, so we we got in this random discussion off air about, obviously, the holidays are coming up. We're in the holiday spirit. We're talking about Christmas presents. Uh, we're also talking about New Year's plans. So I got in. Got a little heated over, you know, a, a New Year's plan and if it's overrated or underrated. So what we're going to do is we're going to shout or is we're going to call out the major holidays and we're going to go around and judge them if they're overrated or underrated and give a little uh, analysis as to why you consider it, you know, over or underrated. So, um I guess we'll start with Christmas. Throw it out there. Yeah, yeah we'll start with there. Christmas because it's uh, quickly approaching. So I don't know who wants to start. I can start. Um, I think it's properly rated. Interesting. I really like Christmas. Way to um, pick a side. I mean, I think it's I think it's properly rated. You pick the safest one. Well, it's it's a, it's a yeah. I know. Wait, I'm ruffling any feathers. <laughs> oh, I have some hot takes later. Um, but I think it's properly. I like Christmas. Um, I don't think Christmas. Thing is. It can only be overrated, right? Because no one's gonna underrate Christmas. Really? I'll say it's underrated. You're you're out of your mind. You think Christmas is underrated? That's what I'm saying. It can only be overrated. Yeah. It can I, no, because be I don't I don't think it could be rated highly enough. So it's perpetually underrated. Get, yeah. See what? No way. No. No. <laughs> Christmas is like that. The best. That, that exactly why I'm saying is properly rated. I'm saying it can't be highly rated enough. The only. The only way it can go is overrated. So what I'm saying is it's properly rated. I'm just saying it's so good, you can't rate it highly enough. Therefore, it will always be underrated. That's exactly the same as what I'm saying, but you're taking it to another it's extreme absolutely level. Not what you're it saying. is exactly what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's... I mean... I look forward to Christmas. It's always time right to spend with family. And so, like, to me, that's just always, like... That's never overrated. Like I think, I agree. Like, I don't I think, think it's overrated. The, I think some of the things that come along with Christmas, you can argue, are overrated. But we're talking about the holiday in general. Like in general, we're not talking about the my minutia here. Oh, see, that's hard. I I live in the minutia. So Casey's me, about to call it because it's overrated. <laughs> yeah, she's about to. So, well, no, I'm not gonna call it. But the, okay, so if I'm standing in the middle of like Times Square or Union Square or you know a nativity scene in you know god knows where 
I'm going to look around and I'm going to look at all the like effort and everything that went into the decorations and just trying to drive people to buy things. And I'm going to be, be like, oh my God. That's hell overrated. This is, this is overrated. But, you know, when you go home and you're with your family and you're exchanging those gifts that all those decorations spurned you to buy and you're exchanging them and people are happy and you're eating great food and everything, like, you're right. It could, it could never be overrated. Like, it's always going to be underrated. So what I will say is that Christmas has a tendency to be properly rated, but maybe sometimes not over or under, but sort of misrated. Like, like we don't always focus on the things that we're supposed to. Be. Never mind. I thought Corey was going to give the most, the most unruffled feathers answer, and then Casey went and beat it. No, but she's right because we're basically saying the same thing. I'm not saying it's not right. right. We're saying the same yeah. thing. It's right. Yeah. It's right, but it's wrong. What a controversial first uh, holiday. It is. <laughs> I think all three of us agree like 99% of what we're yes, saying. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Everyone's Christmas. rolling their eyes going, we know. Christmas is great. <laughs> Everyone's like, yes, we love Christmas. Stop. Okay, next one, we're going to go... We're, let's just go in fucking order. From Boxing now. Day. Yeah. I say underrated. Boxing Day, underrated. <laughs> we just celebrate it in the United States. Properly rated in the United States. We usually have it off. And there's usually soccer matches on, so I'm in. Okay. Next. New Year's. New Year's. Wait, New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. The whole New Year's experience. No, because New Year's Day is great because I can watch Yeah, that's true. Okay, we'll go New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, absolutely overrated. Nobody will ever be able to sell me on it being anything but overrated. Yeah, it's overrated. It's insanely overrated. Okay, good. Because, (laughs) like... Yeah, I want to hang out with my friends and have some drinks and, like, reminisce about the last year. But I don't want to pay $100 to go into a building that's, like, a bar to do that. You know what I mean? I don't need to stand in front of a big thing to count down. Dude, those things are crazy. Whatever, a ball, a tree, whatever, yeah. you, know, whatever you know. Those things are crazy. I don't want to do that. The, the problem with New Give Year's... Give me a bottle of champagne, we'll call it a day. Yeah. yeah. The problem with New Year's is that it's one of those holidays, and this is going to pop up again if we manage to work through the whole year during this conversation. Well, we will. No, we only have one, two, three more on the list. Oh, no, we can add more. Okay. We have Well, I mean, if we do those three, it might be through the year. Anyway. But New Year's is one of those nights where you have to find plans and or there's pressure to find plans and sort of like if you find the wrong plans then that sort of like sets it you think somewhere that it's going to set some kind of tone yeah for how your year is going to be and so this is the kind of night where you can't find plans because everybody you know is looking for the best thing to do mm-hmm. and so you know it's hard to make plans because they're like Oh, I mean, I could come to this, and, and I might. But I have to keep my options but open. But I'm going to keep my options open. And then it's, it's, it's always like, And then you see. run out of options. It's like, I might come hang out with you, but like if there's some super sick like DJ party that I could go to... That sounds like cool a classic friends, Corey move. <laughs> then I'll do that. Well, I'm going to tentatively accept it. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see how this plays out. <laughs> Which way the wind is blowing on this? I'm just gonna say, like, if you're one of those people that doesn't have New Year's plans or New Year's Eve plans, when you're you wake, a loser. when you wake I'm up, just no, when you wake up on New Year's Eve, fuck that. That's what I'm saying. Like, go out on a limb, 
you know, and stay make a bold, in and no. get a well, no, bottle I, of champagne. I'm not even saying that. I'm not even saying that. Just pick, pick, pick a side. Do what you want to do, but do it. Don't wait and see what all the cool people are doing. Just be a trendsetter. Do it. Go and do it. Trendsetter, trendsetter. Well, no, it's just bullshit. Because then you got your friends calling you up, and it's like, what are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I might do this. I might do that. It's like, well, all right, I'm just gonna stay home. So. All right, we're we're actually all in agreement. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Yeah. It's one of for the, two in a row. Definitely one of the worst. New Year's Eve is definitely one of the worst. So we're moving on to right. uh, Valentine's Day is the next one. Absolutely overrated. Wow. So this is where I this is where I'm going to differ here. Well, here's why I'll say here's why I'll say it's overrated. Not because, and this is probably where like Casey was coming coming at me with Christmas on is the intent and the underlying like love and everything there. Absolutely not overrated. The overrated part of it is the expectations built into oh, the Oh, I see. I see. So it's kind of one of those things where like... Yeah, that's fair. It's a slippery slope. Like, where does it end? Like, you have like a great dinner this year. And then it's like, what are you going to do next year? Like, at some point, you're just not going to be able to top it. When really, the most important thing is not... You're going to end up buying a house in like 10 years. It's not what you're doing. <laughs> it's, it's who you're doing it with. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Casey, is that understood by females that it's not about what you're doing it's about who you're doing it with i feel like casey's on my team on this one well, just because that's why i mean we're we have a pretty good like all successful relationships Corey, it's all about communication <laughs> <laughs> i seth and i how long have we been together so we met like seven Jan- years almost. january of 2010 and that's when we got together and so it'll be seven years in about a month yep and not in that whole time so far have we celebrated a Valentine's Day. However, we've gone out, right? However, we have made it a point to be together. So, and this was what when I was alluding on the to, day on the day. So, I think it's it's all about the precedent that you send. I mean, I could see Seth's point where it's like if you make it really romantic one year, then like. When you stop making it romantic, it could lead to problems. It's sort of like in in when Harry met Sally, when Harry said that you know he never wants to take his girlfriend to the airport because then when he gets lazy and stops taking her to the airport, she's gonna ask him why she stopped. Why he stopped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's how Valentine's Day. Is. I just think, so I think Valentine's Day. It's, it's it's just a lot of pressure. It, exactly, it's a lot of pressure in that the expectations can get built up in a way kind of like Christmas where it, it has a, a danger of becoming a very materialistic holiday where it's like how much can you spend what cool great thing can you do when really that's the, the the symbolism of those great things and what you spend is important but not the actual act of like the material superficial thing that you do it's more about the the people you spend it with the connection you have and yeah. the you know that Casey, did you give a rating? Did I give it? Oh yeah, uh, I I think I did. I think I said as it stands now with the way that it is now, it's overrated. Overrated. I would uh, say properly rated. You are you are such a what's the word optimist? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's properly rated. I think it's a I think it's a very good day of the year where like appreciation is shown both ways that's not a sexual thing if anybody's taking it that way it can be why not let's go Valentine's <laughs> Day <laughs> I just think it's properly rated I I don't think it's overrated um, I think it's I don't know it, it is tight with the Christmas New Year's thing so 
it's a little tight there. There could be a little more space. Like somebody could have been like, yo, this should happen in like May. Where you can get some space. Oh, it's like, like Christmas. Like, especially like if you're just starting out in a relationship, it's like Christmas present. That's what I'm saying. New Year's. Oh my God, Valentine's Day. It's like... Yeah, it's just like, and when does this like, shit K- end? If you're like Casey and I, your birthday's in late January, early February, it's like, oh my god, birthday. Yeah, it's just like so much. It's There's just one big gift. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, some. it's a little too tight for my liking, but, you know, properly rated. All right. Yeah, I think that, well, I mean, if we're, just one more thing about Valentine's Day, if I can remember what I was going to say, was that, you know, some couples, they like enjoy that like they enjoy the commercialism aspect of it like they get oh, a yeah. kick out of it like i know i know this one couple who they would like buy lobster from the grocery store and they would get each other like cute little gifts and all this stuff and they didn't look like they were under all this pressure it they just looked really happy to be doing it because that was their thing yeah and i think that if that's how you feel and that's your tradition yeah. then i would actually prefer doing means- it that way by like having like your thing so there's like yeah, no yeah, pressure that's about what I, it. That's what I was getting yeah. at. Is like, I think then what I was saying is like it's the underlying feelings is what's important. It's not like there shouldn't be this expectation that like, like for example, if you try to get a reservation somewhere on Valentine's Day, good luck. And that's like saying what it needs to say is that it's just tough to you know. There's this expectation that everybody goes out to eat at a nice restaurant. Yeah, everybody yeah. does this. Everybody is like, do what you want to do with the person that you want to do it with. And that's really all that matters. But could you, you could always use that card and be like, oh, man, baby, I tried, but everything was booked up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you never use that one for me because the jig is it's over now. Yeah, man, everything's booked know. up. Okay, we're going to go. And we have two more. Well, here's the thing. So there's another one that's kind of after Valentine's Day that I want to get your guys' take on. Which oh, one? yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Oh, underrated. Really? Insanely underrated. Oh, 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 really? Underrated. Oh, my God. I think it's like one of the most overrated. No, the most overrated. Everybody, who's, everybody who like knows an Irish person is like, oh, I'm so Irish. Um, oh, I, drink all I don't know if I get in that like. It's tone. like dude, I'll day drink all day every That's day. That's what I'm saying. It's an excuse to day drink. It's an excuse to day drink. What, it, what you know? What an excuse to day drink is is you have a beer and it's daytime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on St. Patty's Day and everyone's no. so happy. No. Way. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Everyone's so happy. Everyone's just so drunk and they're so happy. I don't know. I just oh, that's another one where it's just like if I want to have a drink at a bar, it's like well, guess I can't today because it's fucking packed. <laughs> like, oh, so you're worried about the crowd? Well, no, it's just like everybody like I just so my whole thing. Well, we'll get to this later because there's another one coming up. But <laughs> I just I don't like gimmicks. Like I don't need an excuse to do something that I like to do. I'll just do it. Like I don't want to be like, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. We have to go drink and like wear green. It's like. Well, but if I like the color green, I'll wear it any day. And if I like drinking, I'll just drink any day. Like, why do oh, I? Oh, so have you're it? getting way too like. Well, no, I you're, don't. You're overanalyzing this shit. What? Oh no, I'm just saying. I think it's overrated. That's fair. All right. I think it. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna keep having the same answer for all of these. I think yeah, it can be overrated. Um, the thing with St. Patrick's Day is that it, it can be really fun, and man, I've had like some great memories on St. Patrick's Days that I don't actually fully remember, but there, I mean, I've had some really good ones. Is that a memory then? <laughs> it's more it's more of a brownout yeah. <laughs> than anything else. But like, 
I think the problem is that sometimes St. Patrick's Day can take on that element that I was saying that New Year's Eve has. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, well, what are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, you're not going here? Yeah. I mean, like, it can kind of start to take on those qualities, and that's annoying. And I think that any any holiday that starts to do that starts to feel overrated to me. Okay. That's fair. I will say, Corey, though, that now that you said what you just said... I'm probably going to approach the next St. Patrick's Day in a different light because I usually just get annoyed by it. But I think it is important to realize that everybody's just, like, very happy and optimistic. And yeah. It's just a happy holiday. I, I think, yeah. There's, yeah. like, no stress about it. You don't have to, like, plan to go, you know, dress up or do something well, like New Year's. You got to wear something green. Like, apparently. doing something green is, like, wearing something green is a lot easier than, like, Oh man, it's New Year's. I have to dress up and like. Oh, like get yeah. Yeah, where it's just like here, no one really cares. Everyone's just happy and drinking. Sure. Yeah, I mean it can be packed, but if you get somewhere early enough, that's true. Problem, you got your spot. So I would say it's underrated, but I can see where you would say it's overrated. All right, okay, let's get back to the uh, the schedule here. We only have two more left because uh, the first, the next one is we're gonna skip by uh, for July unless you guys have. Hot takes on it. That's another one that can take on those same. The same thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. But if take. you do find good plans on the Fourth of July, it could be the best holiday. Yes, I agree. I agree. And people are like swimming, and there's burgers and hot dogs. So I feel like it could be very underrated. Yeah. It's only overrated when people make it a point to have to like, like when people stress. If if you stress the side of it where it's like I have to wear like American flag shorts. And do all this like American flag stuff, and go to this like American flag themed party. Then that's when it becomes more overrated. But when you focus on the like, hey, I want to be around my friends and have a nice cookout, and like really reflect on like what it means to live in this country, that's when I think it'd be like very very underrated. So what if you do all those things, but you don't reflect on how it means yeah, to live in this country? <laughs> what if you go to the <laughs> No, I just mean it's more. It's, the, the, it's I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's then. Then I guess it's properly rated. I mean, I think. Yeah, properly rated. Properly rated. I, I mean, I think Fourth of July is it can be really good. I think in a lot of ways it gets really annoying. But. I feel like the next one is going to be a very uh, differing opinion. One is Halloween. Absolutely overrated. End of story. <laughs> I feel like Corey is just. Can't wait to say that it's Just, underrated. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the sell. Uh, you don't know what you're going to say. If you I say properly know. rated, you're trying not to ruffle feathers. Just say what you think. Yeah, say your thing. It could be underrated. We're team gut. Team yeah, gut. We're team gut here. I think... Our motto, Borman's motto is live life by your gut. Okay. It's going to sound like I'm hedging my bets, but this is actually how... LLBTG. I don't know what that is. Live life by the gut. Yep. Okay. So anyway, um, I was in Tokyo recently. And it oh, was, humble brag. And it was right around. <laughs> <laughs> He's on to me. Um, I, so anyway, I was there. And it was right around Halloween time. And I noticed that, I didn't know this. They celebrate Halloween there. They're starting to. And they don't celebrate it necessarily in the way that we do here. Like, I don't think they do trick-or-treating. I think it's, like, an exclusively adult holiday where you dress up in costumes and, like, go to a party. And, I mean, I guess I didn't realize that it was, like, that global of a thing. And it kind of got me thinking, you know, 
again, this is another holiday that takes on those same qualities, so I don't really want to beat the drum too hard. But I mean, there's a reason that this is catching on. People kind of like the chance to just be someone they're not. Mm. And and it kind of, it's sort of, I think the reason that people get so crazy on this holiday is because being in costume is sort of liberating in a sure. way. Like you feel a little bit different than you were. So while it's not necessarily a feeling that I seek every year, mostly because I'm just cheap and I don't feel like buying an outfit that I just wear once, <laughs> but like I totally see the appeal. Like I, I understand why people get so into it. Sure. And so I'm gonna say that it's actually properly. Right. Oh my! I have. I was. She has all the exact same thoughts as I do. <laughs> Insanely properly rated. You wait. You like being somebody else for a day. I do. Like you just want to break out of your your norm. Sometimes I'm just really uncomfortable with who I am. And you're just so bottled up, Corey. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to sound like a dick. <laughs> by how fast I said it was overrated. I think it just it comes down to like I don't like holidays where like there's these like superficial expectations of like oh this is the way you celebrate it. Like what if I don't want to dress up? Like what if I don't want to go to some? Then you could have like an ironic. Well, I just I so here's the thing here uh, here's a perfect example of what I hate about Halloween. Like if I went to like a party or if I did something or not even if I went to a party if I was just hanging out with people. There's like people be like, well, what are you, what are you gonna be for Halloween? It's like, well, why do I have to? Why do I have to be anything? You know what I mean? There's like this expect. Like I get, I totally get the things that you guys say. I'm sure the person who asked you that was like, I wasn't trying to like. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, well, I don't say. I don't answer with that. Why do I have to be something? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. It's just like. I don't know. I just don't like gimmicks. That's fine. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to come around. I'm just not a huge fan. That's of fine. Gimmicks. We'll get. We'll get into our last one. Seth's caught up here. Uh, last one was Thanksgiving. Do you want me to start? Sure. It's insanely properly rated. Everyone <laughs> loves Thanksgiving. Wow! Wow! This is. Wow. Corey, is there anything that you think is overrated? Um. Like in the any any holiday. Easter. Any Easter's overrated. It's the day that Christ rose, Corey. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Overrated. Who, who is overrating this for you? I don't know. I just think it's overrated. Like calling it out is like this like whole like, fact that it's like why the fuck it, why the fuck is there a bunny just throwing <laughs> eggs around? What Dude, it delivers bunny? chocolate eggs. Are you kidding me? No, get the fuck out of here. I'm an adult. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I still want <laughs> I still want chocolate eggs. Yeah, I'm not hunt for that. I'll buy it. Um also, <laughs> Easter's like you hate that shit. I just think it's overrated. I, I know that. <laughs> I realize that. <laughs> That's why we're in holiday. Right, so Thanksgiving. I just really, I really like Thanksgiving. Like really like it. So like, if you really like something, you you don't think that it could ever be underrated. You just think it's no. Underrated. I think everyone likes Thanksgiving, so I'm calling it properly rated. Okay. My general thought is that everyone enjoys Thanksgiving, unless you hate your family, hate well, eating. I guess it's <laughs> and hate boozing. I guess it's dependent on like, are you the saying, boozing's like mixed? Like if you look, like give like, or take. If you look at something over underrated, do you look at it as like in totality? Like, do people like this enough? Period. Yes. Or like, do people like this enough relative to other holidays? I think like it enough in totality. Okay. Is what the way I'm judging? Were you judging it differently? I feel like, well, I don't know. I just feel like I've kind of been judging these holidays in relativity to other holidays. Yeah. Okay, like that's that, fine. I'll well, go through them like, right now. Of course, like Thanksgiving relative to another day, of course, it's probably rated because it's awesome. 
I'm just saying relative to what uh, I think the holiday should be rated by other people, I think it's properly rated because okay. I think other people enjoy the holiday. I think okay. Thanksgiving is underrated. Why? Because I don't think that it's necessarily right. I mean, I know that, you know, there shouldn't be a law or anything, but Christmas is starting to take over Thanksgiving to where certain folks have to work on the holiday when they don't necessarily have to. I mean, I think if you work in like a hospital and you're a doctor and you have to be on call, then yes, you should work on Thanksgiving or take on a Thanksgiving every other year or so. But, you know, if you work at Walmart, Macy's, JC, like any of these stores, you know, I could see them thinking like, man, I'd really like to be home with my family. And if Thanksgiving was rated higher, this wouldn't be an issue. Oh, wow. So this is actually like you looking out for other people here. I'm selfless. Wow. (laughs) Dude, this is deep. (laughs) I actually think it's underrated as well, just because, um, and again, not in totality, but like, especially relatively to Christmas, which I know sounds crazy because I said that I thought Christmas was underrated. You did. (laughs) Wow. So you're just giving me a hard time because you just put Golden Bowl underrated. Well, the more I've been thinking about it, I actually think you have a good point with Christmas. It, it's probably properly rated. Because I feel like Christmas is like the the WrestleMania of holidays. It's like the, it's like the, the big show of holidays. Right? Probably, like yeah. The, yeah. Um, I feel like Thanksgiving is like, especially like, well, like thinking about it, like the day after Thanksgiving is like the biggest Christmas shopping day of all time. Yeah. Um... And statistics show the day before Thanksgiving is the most drunk day yes. of the year. So, and my mother, That's I know, awesome. I know my mother, and I'm sure other people in the world. My mom puts the Christmas tree up the day after Thanksgiving. Like, so it's like Thanksgiving's done. It's Christmas time. Nobody does that with Thanksgiving. It's not like oh, Halloween's done. It's Thanksgiving time. No, Thanksgiving time happens like the morning, like the day before Thanksgiving, and it ends like the night of Thanksgiving. Yeah. When really, I just feel like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has everything that I love about Christmas, and then it has, like, more and better food, and I don't know, it's just... I think I think Thanksgiving, what you're saying, is the way I feel, where I think Thanksgiving, maybe I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's definitely my favorite holiday, because... God damn it, way to put words in my mouth. <laughs> Was it, though? Oh, it's absolutely my favorite holiday. Yeah. It's, it's the just, best holiday. It is the best holiday. I don't know, I just feel like... Everyone, you know, in terms of when at the age that we're at right now, I I'm usually in Christmas. It's my immediate family, mm-hmm. and then but Thanksgiving, it's kind of more extended too. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. Thank yeah. Thanksgiving, it's like who I celebrate it with. It's there's always like family and friends, but it's also like a way. Like I feel like Christmas is always like I'm in like a. This isn't a bad thing, but I'm in, like, this bubble with, like, my family for, like, a couple days where it's, like, I'm with my family and that's what I'm celebrating with. Yeah. Whereas, like, Thanksgiving is a time where I not only celebrate with more people, but, I don't know, it's just, like, you can kind of pause and just, like, as cliche as it sounds, like, just be thankful for everything. Um, 
And I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, why Thanksgiving exists is, like, a noble thing. But I think, like, what it has become as a holiday is, I don't know, it's just really nice. It's, like, a really, really nice part of part of the year, so. Okay. So now your audience knows how you feel about most of the holidays. I'm assuming you guys are pretty good with Memorial Day. Veterans Day, Labor Day. Uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day, great. Get that extra day off. Yeah, work. yeah, love yeah. it. Veterans, like this, like yeah. yeah. Can't I can't hate on that. Can't hate on veterans because I never I never went to war, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna overrate that stuff. At yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I meant to ask you this question in the last segment, but I think that we're towards the end here, so I'm gonna ask you now as a way to kind of close things out. Yeah. You guys talked about your favorite music, your favorite movies, TV shows of 2016. You guys kicked off this podcast in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. fact. Yes? Okay. Fact. This is the last one you're going to be doing of 2016. No, false. Okay, well, whatever. I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> we got so, one more coming. Looking back on it. You guys created this podcast. People like it. You got some listeners. Some. Some listeners. There's like 10. But <laughs> yeah. the best listeners. There's All like the best 10 ones. listeners like are listening in. Like they want to know. They know. Besides this one, what was your favorite podcast? Man, people this? always ask us this question. Really? Well, not always, but people have asked us this question. Yeah. Do you answer asked. Uh, we We answer it with several. We answer it with half answers. Yeah. Okay, but now you guys have to commit because we're at the end of the year. No more hemming and hawing. I want one word answers unless the name of the podcast is multiple words. There you go. Um, oh, man. I think it's great every time that we get somebody else that's interested in coming on the podcast. So any, getting excited. And anytime it's anything but just me and Corey, Corey's, Corey likes it. When it's just me and Corey, Corey's like, fuck this podcast. Yeah, fuck this dude. Um... <laughs> No, to be honest, though, it's super, like, it's kind of been crazy because, obviously, we've never done this before. We're still pretty new to this. This is, like, our 31st. Um, it's just really, it's really fun to me and really exciting when other people get excited that they want to join us on this stuff because, you know, we've, we've, I guess become infatuated with it a little bit it's kind of at least for me that it it's really fun to do and obviously we're not doing this because we're like or it'd be the next fucking big thing we're gonna you know quit our day jobs and do this shit but i don't know it's just kind of cool when you hear people get interested to want to be on this that have been on it before that want to come back on and then you hear people that you know we see from time to time or we get texts like you know, I heard about that segment. Like, is this your LaCroix Lock of the Week? Is this your Green Mountain Coffee Bowl Pick of the Week? Like, <laughs> these people know these things, and it's kind of cool to hear that stuff. So, I think anytime that anybody, I hear from anybody or anybody gets interested to join us on the podcast, um, is my favorite. The ones with just Seth and I, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> He knows I'm kidding. <laughs> well, stay tuned for next week when it's just Corey and I. 
Um, Dude, you can't beat me. That was like fucking eloquent. I mean, honestly, like my favorite one probably always be the first one just because we drank two bottles of wine. <laughs> no, that's not why. Because we were so fucking nervous. I don't know. It was just we never did it before. And I think I think every time we do a podcast and now we get together like it this it doesn't feel like the stakes are super high. Like I'm not nervous. I'm I'm more excited for it. Like I don't get me wrong, I love it. I enjoy it. But something about the first one and just how nervous we were and how big of a leap it felt like it, it took to hit the record button and just start talking. I don't know. Like I don't I don't know if anything will ever beat that from that standpoint. But um yeah, I mean I think in general my favorite ones are when we have whether it's Corey and I or, or like a group of people just when we, we you know we can put together like an outline of what we're going to talk about but then it, it turns into just something more but it's like a natural just progression of like thoughts and and like banter and and jokes I think it's tough to it's tough to quantify it's tough to explain but it's um I don't know, I think like when it's happening, you can just feel it. And I think when people listen to it, that's what I think people like about the podcast is when they can pick up on that. Um, so I guess those are two two answers or one and a half answers. So not what I asked for. <laughs> I, I don't have a favorite one. I, I, my favorite one's the first one. Okay, then then alternate question. Alternate not, question. not your podcast, not Word Minutes. Yeah. What was your favorite podcast to listen to this year? That's a good question. Uh, mine was Revisionist History from Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, that was a good one. Mine is uh, Pardon My Take by Barstool Sports. They have the same freaking humor. It's just, it's way <laughs> too freaking funny. I love it. They don't have the same humor as what? As like that I try and oh, do. Okay. It's just like. They don't take themselves seriously. It's just very funny and it's very refreshing. I don't know. It's it's nice. I I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of getting over the Bill Simmons uh, podcast. <gasps> I uh, like I like Bill Simmons. I just I do. I still I wish like I got him. more Bill Simmons. I guess is all I wish. I feel like yeah. That's all. I'll leave at that. Well, that's good to know, you guys. Your listeners, all ten of them, are, I'm sure, very excited. All ten of them. <laughs> this has now become by far the longest board minutes podcast of all time. We'll split it into two. I need to figure. I was I need to figure out how I'm going to fit this into one file. No, we'll split it into. This is this is approaching two hours. Right we'll now. make this two podcasts. Okay. We did have some long pauses that you can easily edit out. Yeah, but I don't want to listen to two hours of the podcast to edit it out. So no, we'll split this into. This is two. just getting thrown up there. Right, Harry. All right. That's a wrap. Like Saran. This isn't my favorite murder. You can't get your cat to just meow into it like those girls can. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, this was fun. Uh, we'll be back again for a little bit next week. Uh, and then that'll be our last one of the year. But until then, um, peace out. And we love you guys. Adios. Bruh. It's time with your girl. Like they won't get your pill. You can be a family guy dog, but even Brian got killed. I'm kicking this knowledge while supplying my will If you don't think I can beat you, I'm just implying I will This deuce, <laughs> I'm just implying uh, I ain't implying nothing, yeah Deucey
<laughs> yeah. yeah.